0: Hello there. Welcome. You're listening to Wholehearted, a Soul Sister Conversation. You are here with healer and intuitive Donna Lee Wynan, life coach Prue Sulisic and myself, women's empowerment artist Tanya Marie Reeves. Together we are navigating life on purpose, pushing boundaries imperfectly and unstoppable. We are here to inspire and encourage you to live fully into your own life. To be the compassionate observer of your own thoughts and feelings and to make a conscious choice to change what is in your power to change we are so happy to have you here
1: we're on hi 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 everybody hello welcome right we are back after a three week or we've had two weeks hiatus um, with all the things that we've been doing, especially Donnelly and I. And so, yeah, we're back. We're happy to be back. It's been a busy <laughs> and abundant few weeks. So here we are again, back back to our routine of sitting down with you all and talking through some wisdom, I want to call it. <laughs> yep. Oh, some wisdom. <laughs> wisdom. <laughs> Lots of wisdom. So before we get into our topic tonight, which is what we're listening to, what we're reading, you know, that type of stuff. So to prepare you, if you're tuning in, make sure you put into the notes what you've been listening to, what you love, what are you reading right now, so we can converse about it and see if any of us are also reading and listening to the same things.
2: Yeah, Um, not only that, we might... We might discover something that we didn't know that was
1: out there. Yeah, yeah, that's always the best part. Absolutely.
0: Make sure you say hi and let us know who you are. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Tanya (laughs) Marie. Hi.
1: (laughs) I'm here. I can see you're on there. (laughs) Oh, Nicole, yeah, hello. Awesome. Beautiful. All
2: right, well, what if, what if we start with some highs and lows? We haven't done that for a while.
0: Yeah.
2: Come on, Miss Tanya, what's been your oh. highs and what's been your lows? Well,
0: my low this week has been that Matthew Perry died. I've been very, very sad. Who died? Matthew Perry. <laughs> and everyone's going to freak out because Donna Lee's never watched Friends, <laughs> which is the weirdest thing in the entire world. Um, I'm a sorry. Matthew Perry was one of the actors in Friends. Chandler. Chandler.
1: Chandler Bing.
0: A big I part of their lives for a very long time. And um, I'm very sad he's died. Yeah, that was sad news for sure.
1: Yeah. Um, How old? 54. Oh, gosh, that is young. Yeah, way too
2: young.
0: Um, yeah. Any reason? Was there a reason? Um, they haven't really said he's. You know, they found him drowned in a jacuzzi. Um, but wow, there yeah. hasn't been any any other reports.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It is. Note to self though: if I ever become famous, don't swim or bath by myself. Have you noticed how many celebrities die <laughs> in their baths or their jacuzzis? Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, oh, yeah, and- R.I.P. Matthew.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, my husband's so wife had a birthday in these couple of weeks, so that was really good. And one of the kids, um, the kids cleaned up my yard for me. It was like magic, mm. and I felt like I was on one of those. Backyard shows I always wanted to be on when you go away for the week and come back and your yard's renovated. That's what I was like. Backyard blitz. Fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And they made me this. They cooked dinner for me and um, made me this weird-ass photo album of these (laughs) photos of them. Oh, my God. Just the most weird photos. (laughs) But anyway, it hasn't, uh, yeah, I don't think I've laughed out loud that hard for a very long time, so it was really good. That's nice. Yeah. And I'm painting again. Ooh. What? Can you lift it up and show us? Ah, Yes. little little
1: sneak peek. Yeah. She's almost done. Ooh. I'm loving the colours. Oh, wow. (gasps) Yeah. Oh, look at her. She looks Wow. Good. Yeah, beautiful. And all the fabric. I love the ones with the fabric.
2: Yeah, and I love the love heart.
1: Yeah. Cool. Mm, it's so
2: pink. nice to see you being creative again.
1: Mm.
0: It's amazing. Pink. I love the pink. You don't you often use pink. You? Yes, I'm not. I, I, um, I was only thinking that today. I very much avoid pink, actually.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I love pink. Love it.
0: Yeah. Mm. And you wear it
1: well, Prue. Yeah. So do you actually. It looks good on you. You've got it on tonight. It's great. Yes,
2: I, I saw on your, I think it was on your LinkedIn profile, you had a different coloured background
1: for your I did. Podcast. Yeah. My 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 chapter two of my podcast, I changed up the marketing stuff of it. Yeah. 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 So it's great. Mm. Yeah. I oh, know. I sort of go between blues and pinks. Blues and pinks.
2: Mm. Yep. So, what about you, Miss Prue?
1: What's your Mate, low lights what, and highlights? Yeah. Well, low lights, am just sitting here thinking that I, I don't, I actually don't have any low lights to report, which is great. I've been very abundant in the last couple of weeks, but my absolute highlight was spending the four days with you, dear I, Donnelly. Like it literally was. It has, I just feel so connected to you after our four days oh God no, no
2: and I made sure that I had my own space too it was it was easy it was easy
1: yeah and that's what I I that's what I love I think that we, it is just easy um and for those that don't know like Donna Lee and I've been friends and like involved in each other's lives for quite some time but we've never really had time alone together have we no Like, as a friend and so that no. was just beautiful I really really enjoyed it and I just value just hanging out, having those random chats. It's like I said on my podcast this week, it's those random just little passing moments that make make relationships for me and because when, when you get on to something like this, it's intentional, you've got intention, you know, there's all this sort of stuff. But when you're just walking past and you just happen to be in the kitchen and you're having breakfast, you know, and you have those random conversations, they're just the best conversations ever. And yeah. so, yeah, I got to experience that with you. So that was definitely my highlight along with, you know, so many other things, going to your book launch, um, having my event in Broken Hill, travelling back home, seeing my mum. Lots of things. Lots of things have been going on. So it's been a really abundant couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah, it's been great. And the two-hour chat in the car. Yeah, that <laughs> too. On the airport. Yeah, keeping me awake while we're driving. We solved a lot of world's problems. We did. <laughs>
2: they're, the, they're the best conversations because I you can't, can't plan those conversations.
1: No. And, the, you know, and there's something to be said about just being in the car side by side, you know. Yeah, it's, it's a really great place to have conversations. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Mm. So, yeah,
2: that's cool. So that's me. What about you? Yeah. Well, probably the world already knows it anyway. <laughs> um, so the last couple of weeks I've had um, the event at council, so where I Um, took my self-care awareness to 120 people at Broken Hill City Council. So that was quite an event leading up, lots and lots of, I don't want to say stress, but certainly lots of work and, um, you know, organising. It's been, yeah, a huge journey. And who knows, I've got no idea if council's any better off for me being there or not, but um, I'm quite happy with that. Lots to look back on, lots to take from it moving forward and then pretty much that no sooner ended and it was jump in the in the car and go to Mildura and fly. And luckily timing worked out as it did. You know, I just think the universe had it all planned anyway. So
1: it really did, yeah.
2: Yeah. So, you know, taking that leap of faith to go to Queensland, you know, I'd certainly been the one that traveled the furthest. There were people that traveled six or seven hours or whatever. Um but, yeah, it's, sometimes it's just I guess the low light of that is that it goes so fast and, you know, in those I'm really aware about being present in those moments and I get a little bit annoyed when I get distracted from that presence because, you know, it's in that presence that you absorb every single piece of it. You know, it's like a a book chapter. It's like an organism. Um you know, and so that you can go back and reflect on different pieces. So it was certainly an interesting adventure. And later on I'll share what unfolded from that. But yeah, there were 10 amazing women there and you know, with about 60 guests. And yeah, it was a pretty profound event. And it was so, so good to have someone that I know there, but also that I didn't actually have to look after you or anything. You know, it was you were just there for me and you know, like a lot of the other people, I guess, and to have someone familiar there, yeah. and not be just there all by yourself. Yeah. And then,
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was so shout out because we got to meet Libby, who was yeah. like, who was a guest on our podcast, yeah, uh, a few episodes ago. So that was exciting to get to see her in the flesh.
2: Yeah, and you knew quite a few people. You knew Nikki yeah.
1: Butler and yeah. about three other people, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, I did. I saw you. Yeah, sort of. Few people that I knew, which is nice, you know. Been mingling with people up here, so I know people. Would you believe it? <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: I'm I'm seeing the connection with some of those people. How even Mel B, the MC, she's connected to all of those people as well. So yeah, you can see that sense of community. So yeah, it's good. And you know, we've got, I've got an article to write for the Beam magazine, which I'm in the process of. So we've all had these opportunities given to us. We've just got to follow through. I can tell you today it was the last thing I wanted to be doing. But if you don't take the opportunities, things don't happen. That's it. Power in the follow
1: through, right? That's where it is. Yeah. So we're here, back together. Mm. Yeah, it's lovely. It's nice to be back together.
2: Yeah, and look after our community.
1: Yeah. I know when, when you posted this message, Tanya saying, you know, what's your favourite podcast? What are you listening to? And someone said, wholehearted. And it's like, oh, (laughs) that's great. I love that. They're like (laughs) relevant conversation, like great, great topics. Just, yeah, the conversation they want to hear. I'm like, well, there you go. That's validation. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And did you miss us?
2: Did you miss us? But we did little snippets. We had games (laughs) night and we had hello night. So we did not forget you. We no.
1: remembered you. And in all honesty, it was Donna Lee that didn't forget you. You know, <laughs> She was the instigator behind all of that because otherwise I just get in my own little world and I do forget to do stuff like that. So thank goodness for Donna Lee.
2: <laughs> well, you know, we just, we knew that we were going to be absent. So we wanted you to know that you were thought of and that, you know, because you know what, it's, it's hard sometimes when things aren't there and you don't yeah. know we're inspiring other people's lives because we inspire each other.
0: Yeah. It's, and there's there's one highlight that none of us have mentioned is that mm-hmm. we were all together. In
2: the <laughs> it was a highlight. See,
0: so many so people. Quite a
2: big <laughs> highlight. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was. That was great. And,
2: and we did two dinners together, so yeah. we really bled we really it dry. <laughs>
1: yeah. And, well, we really spent every, like, Part of every day together because the third day, even though we didn't have dinner, we still caught up and took those photos and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was awesome getting together. Yeah.
2: Poor Tanya, she's had to work out how to get the lipstick off my teeth in the photos.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I've sent them to someone to
1: do the trick for me. So, (laughs)
0: hopefully, uh, it worked.
1: (laughs) Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah, good. Yeah, good old Lightroom or Photoshop. We'll get that done.
2: It was pretty pretty weird, wasn't it? All three of us being in the one place, like weird but good.
1: Yeah, Yeah. and it's funny. The the first thing that popped into my head when I walked in your door and you hugged me was like, oh, shit, I'm taller than you. Yeah. (laughs) That was the first thing that I noticed. I was like, oh, I'm bigger than what I thought I was. (laughs)
0: I was surprised that you were taller than Donnelly also.
1: Yeah, I know. It was just a weird moment. You know how when you're like distant, we all sort of look equal, but if you see the photos, we are not equal in height. I had I had a
0: had a bit of a bit of one
1: as well where we were taking the photos. You know, I was like, am I really? You need to get a box to stand on. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, So we went and got a footstool so that she could be similar
0: height. Yeah. yeah. Nice portrait, portrait for Donnelly and Donnelly, (laughs) and there's my head down here.
1: Through our breasts. Yeah, that's funny. (laughs) Am I really that little? (laughs) Oh, yeah. When you're in your own body, you just, it's your own body. You just don't even think about it. Then you get in, like, into the space of somebody else. You're like, oh, okay. Interesting.
2: Yeah. And there's something to be said about, like, when you meet people on Zoom. So Libby was someone we met on Zoom. And then to meet her in person, which is wonderful. But the thing is, you know, the thing that's great about Zoom is you know all about these people and so you don't have to do all that stuff when you meet up. All you need to do is just connect and, you know, because it's like the friendship's already grown and then you've got the in-person stuff, which is so so special.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that is the beauty of Zoom. You don't just have to have, yeah, you're not having those times just together to get to know each other. You've got all this time, yeah, on Zoom. Amazing, Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So that's cool. So yeah, lots been going on. It's been really fun few weeks and yeah. And well, and we're coming up to the end of the year too. So I don't know about you, but I've got lots going on. (laughs) Lots and lots. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, it's going to be fun to bring out the end of the year with some big stuff and then start the new year with some fresh stuff, which will be fun. But yeah, so Okay, let's get into our topic. So, what are we listening to? What are we reading? What's what are we consuming? Where should we start? What about book, books? Let's talk about books.
0: Books. I am. I'm on a. I'm on a fiction train. I just. I've recently had a a blowout on self help, and it's yeah. just been. And I. I generally do. Um, you know, one kind of learning book and a and a fiction, and I alternate them. Um, but I've really just like I just cannot cannot read another book right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't go through that. The last one I read was um, "Come as You Are," which was which uh, I listened to, not read. Read. Mm-hmm. Um, now that is. That is worth reading. It's a it's it's the sex education class we never got that we should have got. Oh really? Yeah, um, yeah, pretty amazing. And there is a podcast of the same name by the author, um, which is is just as good. Um, lots and lots of information. Um, just yeah, really really educational and and yeah. Amazing.
1: Can I, yeah, can I ask in what way? Like what what did you learn that you didn't know? Um, she
0: describes firstly, she just goes through your physicality and how everyone is the same. That's it's this is her her main thing for everything is that we're all the same, just arranged different differently. Mm-hmm. And how um female parts and male parts are the exact same. Mm-hmm. Is really really cool, and um, you know she and and it starts with that. Starts with your physicality, and it goes through so many things. um, You know, through context, through sex drive, which actually isn't a thing, Mm. which is very very interesting. Um, um, Spontaneous uh, sex drive and um responsive sex drive all the different different things which which she does say sex drive isn't a thing there's um mm-hmm. responsive desire sorry spontaneous desire and um responsive desire we're all on a spectrum we're all we're all different and then then again we're all different in context and in our belief systems and uh, yeah it's really really um eye-opening to the whole the whole situation surrounding sex
1: tell me what what's it called again I'm going to type it in chat it is come as you are
0: and let me just get the author I actually was actually on I think the author was on one of Glennon Doyle's podcasts, which okay. is what made me look her up. Yeah. Either that or um, the ladies we need to talk one. hmm If I come as you are by a, uh, Dr. Emily, it's E-M-I-L-Y. E-M-I-L-Y, Yeah. Nagoski, N-A-G-O-S-K-I.
1: Okay, N-A-G-O-S-K-I. Okay, good.
0: And like I said, there's. She also has a podcast, which is quite new.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. Yeah, good. Interesting. I like it. Mm. Yes. Um, otherwise, I am. I'm listening to a book called "I'm on the second one." called World Between which is an a zombie apocalypse.
1: You <laughs> in the zombie apocalypse books.
0: <laughs> I'm i everything's apocalypse at the moment. Uh, the passage <laughs> yeah which is also an apocalypse book
1: mm-hmm. not a zombie one but yeah. same same. <laughs> yeah, okay interesting yeah I I heard somewhere recently Excuse me I can hear my dogs. Um I heard recently that people who watch horror films watch it because they've got like some sort of trauma that connects them with, you know, that the emotion or something that they've felt. Maybe just the same thing? a drama
0: addict. Were you just listening to um Mel Robbins about Possibly. drama
1: addicts? <laughs> yes, it was Mel Robbins. It was Mel Robbins. Yeah. And I was like, oh, interesting. Well, I don't right. think I finished the whole whole episode, but I just remember that. Just when you were picking up your zombie books, I'm like, okay, interesting. <laughs> and you know what? Like, zombies aside, mm.
0: it's about it's about the um their survival. It's about the survivors. You know, it's about the connections they make and the adversities they face. And, um, yeah, like uh, The Walking Dead, for instance, like my favourite show ever, I have never cried more in a series except probably Grey's Anatomy. Let's face it, guys. But I've honestly never cried more than, and, you know, that's really weird to say in a zombie apocalypse thing, but it's it's very, very emotional. Yeah. Very, very connected to the characters and, and the things that yeah. they face and the growth that they
1: they um have as well over the yeah.
0: over the years. Yeah.
1: And that's why that's why a great story is a great story because it yeah. connects you to the individual characters of the story and you yeah. feel invested in them. You're like, oh my God, like this that can't. currently, someone dies, you feel like a family member has died.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. In a good book or a good movie or whatever you like listening to. But yeah, books for me are so much more emotive than a movie, like so much more. Because I feel, you know, in a book, you have this version of them and your version of you that sort of connects to that person. And so, and you just get. In, the, in a book, you get all the inner thoughts and the inner workings of somebody, and you just feel even more connected. Why on a movie, they don't have running subtitles of their thoughts like speech bubbles, so you have no idea, they only sort of portray it out on the outside of them. So that's why I love books so much mm, over a movie for sure. I have look, movies are great too, they are great, but books any day for real strong connection to something. Mm. Plus, it's your your connection to that book.
2: It doesn't matter who reads it. It's like human beings. We no two humans will be the same. How they interpret that, how they create the pictures in that, yeah. how they connect to that.
1: Yeah. So it is. You know, books are are incredible adventure. Oh, they they really are. I know. God, authors are so amazing. Like I, people that can really create a story and like you know, just. Start it and finish it, you know. It just, it just blows my mind that they've got that capacity to for even that to happen, the imagination. Mm, it's great. Mm. Yes. Okay. Anything else? Anything else of importance on your book list? I just bought this. What is that? I can't see it. It's Secrets it is. Oh,
0: it's a big it's one. It's like a textbook, yeah. It's got dirty pictures in it too. Ooh. It's got like ancient dirty pictures in it. Okay. I
2: don't know. Ancient Dirt. healthy pictures. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's true. Yeah.
0: Yes. Healthy it is pictures. it is all about Eastern Eastern um philosophies and, and traditions and um encompassing all those all those sexual secrets that are deeper than putting a penis into a vagina. Okay. Well, there you go.
2: <laughs> well, you know, it's been it's been around a very long time.
1: <laughs> it definitely has.
2: And you know, our our um, I guess our beliefs, our what we've been led to believe. I mean, there's generational stuff. God knows, we're never ever going to know the the true roots. There we go. <laughs>
1: The true roots to the story. Boom, boom,
2: yeah. <laughs> and without it, we don't procreate. So, you know, mm. and all of nature does it in
1: some yeah. form or fashion.
2: Yeah. It's how we get that hung up on true. it. yes. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly, how we get hung up on it, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, and, you know,
2: and then there's the other side of how it's misportrayed and how circumstances arise, which, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a big topic.
1: So what are you guys reading? Uh, what are you reading, Prue? Me? Well, I just finished The Fourth Wing. Who mm-hmm. is The Fourth Wing? Right? I also did. Yeah, have you uh, got that one written down? I can't remember who that one's by now. No, I don't. I can... Is it um, fiction or non-fiction? It's, yeah, it's fiction and it's about entropy. a dragon school, basically. People oh. learning to, they're like dragon, they want to be dragon riders, so they're going through the whole process of becoming a dragon rider so they can protect their country, I suppose. Rebecca Yaros. There you go. Rebecca Yaros, fourth wing by Rebecca Yaros. I'll just put it in the chat. Um, So, yeah, it it was good. It's like 470 pages long, so it's a big book. Um, And the second one is coming out this month sometime, so I'm looking forward to reading that because I do leave it on a cliffhanger as as they do when there's a second book. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that was good. Like, like, you know, it wasn't the best book I've ever read, but it was good. It was good reading, you know, kept me engaged. There was part of the book that didn't keep me engaged, sort of in the middle there, but um, I still powered along. I, I'm a person that will stop reading a book if I think it's just a waste of my time. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm the same. Yeah. So yeah. I got I, I got to the end, and I'm glad I got to the end. Uh, So, yeah, so that one's the one I've been reading. I've been, I read all the, not all the, two of the Colleen Hoover books. Um, It Ends With Us and It Starts With Us as fiction novels again. And, yeah, they were recommended by Stella, my daughter, so knowing she's only 20, and so she said read them. So I was like, yeah, okay, I'm looking for something to read. So I read those two as well. And look, okay, not you know, the best books again, but got to the end, read the second one, got to the end. Um, And, yeah, good reading for, you know, a novel. Um, Otherwise, self-development. you laugh at this one. You can see all my yellow tabs in it. (laughs) All it takes is a goal. He's one of my favourite authors for this type of book, um, John Acuff. He actually has a podcast by the same name as this one this book is his 10th book and so he's got lots of other uh ones as well ones like finished which oh finish it's called and so i'm very inspired by john because a lot of the stuff that i work it's sort of the realm that i work and i really appreciate how he writes and the thing i love about him the most is he's quite sarcastic and witty and he writes like that too and it just makes it lighthearted, and he throws in a few one liners and sarcasm and i like that in a self-development book a self-development book to me has to have that otherwise it's like a textbook and i don't want to read it like any of those books written by dr joe dispenza i just can't get through i'm like too too much too heavy
2: yeah
1: <laughs> too
0: heavy on that. Listen, I can't um i can't seem to listen i can't seem to read a like physically read a self-help book. I yeah. find it easier to listen to those, but even yeah with Dr. Joe Dispenza, I can't even listen. No. I can't get it.
1: Well, well, if you want to try reading, definitely read one of these books by John Acuff because he does he does do a really great job of making it very engaging and quick and he's he's like a man that has a great he's practiced a lot using words and creating great Uh, quotes and sentences that capture you and then gives you an example of what he means by it. So, yeah, I would start there. If you want just something that's easy and you want to actually read it as in the the book, read it, like reading the written word, I would give him a go for sure. Um, And then what else? Oh, books. I've got a huge list. I haven't. I, I read every day. But I haven't been going through books after books after books. I did start a couple of fiction books, and I quickly put them down because they weren't captivating me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't got, and I and I do want to read the one that Donalise just finished reading reading or listening to, and I'll let her share that one. But I do that's on my list, and yeah, so that's about me for books. I do have
0: two recommendations, which would be Glenn and Doyle's Untamed. Yeah, 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 and I also recommend listening to that because she's just so passionate. Yeah, it's a great listen. So so passionate.
1: Yeah,
0: and I'll find the other one. I can't remember what it is. Donnelly, you go. Um, well, kind of, I'm a bit different to you two. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um, my books, I've got four on the go, and there one is Pateo of Poo. And it's really interesting because I didn't realize that Winnie the Pooh, the story of Winnie the Pooh, if you actually read the story of Winnie the Pooh, it's actually about it's really about modern day um, psychology and self-help. It's really interesting. Each of the characters in um the Winnie the Pooh story all represent different aspects of self-care and self-development. And um, so I was recommended by um, also Bonamy people said to read Winnie the Pooh, The Tao of Pooh. Mm-hmm. So that's been, yeah, it's been an interesting because it's like you're, yeah, no, there is no like. It is. There's the storyteller and then there is, um, then you get taken into the story from Pooh's perspective, or Tigger's perspective, or Eeyore's perspective. And when when they were starting to just kind of talk about these perspectives, oh my god, it just like like Eeyore is a sad sack, yeah. and Tigger is the bouncy, cheerful one, and Pooh only thinks about his honey and getting home. But his his wisdom is really basic and clear and yet he was, you know, misinterpreted as, you know, a dumb little bear. Yeah. So that's been I haven't finished it yet, but and it's a and it's a hardcover which is even yummier. And it's got like, I love pictures. Yeah. I love I, if a book, if I pick up a book, I mean I've got books that don't have pictures, but I'll often flick through a book before I've even read it. And if the typo or is too small or kind yeah. of, nah, I'll just go, nah, wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't look at it. This is amazing. This is the courage to be disliked. So I'm actually reading this and listening to it, and um, it's done too. It's done with the philosopher and, the like, the student. And so the student, you know, comes back with all the reasons around his philosophy. And it's really interesting, another what I loved about it, I didn't realise when I um, picked it up, I just picked it up because of the title and plus I'd read Ikigai and Ikigai is written by a Japanese, um, it's, a Jap- it's a Japanese modality around living your, you know, your true life because it was Japanese and I enjoyed um, Ikigai, I picked this up not knowing really what it was about. I actually just thought, you know, the courage to be disliked was going to tell me how to handle being disliked. And um, it's actually more than that. And it's more about um, like it's, it's what I find with some of these books and especially this one, when I'm listening to it, I like the listening part because you've got the philosopher and then you've got the philosopher comes as the student and they say philosopher and student, whatever it is, I can't remember. And in the book it's actually listed that way in the book, so you've got the philosopher and the student. But you've I've had to, it makes me turn my brain around. So I have to, what's lovely about listening to something like this in the car, I wouldn't probably do it at home and have as much as an effect if I'm sitting in the car for three hours. Hmm. So it gives me time to um, change my thinking or have this space to think differently. So even to think differently, I've got to process the thinking that's different. Because there's these two contrasts. So it's like when the student comes in, he's like you and I are, you know. We go, well, that's not right. That's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and then the philosopher gives this, you know, profound, it must have been very frustrating, you know, mm-hmm. sitting around Socrates and whoever else there were those famous people mm-hmm. because they, you know, they their logic and clarity of sense is so clear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we get we do get caught in all those emotions. So what I've loved about it is that it's showing me where I'm, it's interesting, I've got to get this right. You know how we're always pleasing people? Mm-hmm. And we actually inadvertently are pleasing people, even when we're trying not to please people. And then some of our reactions that we have, in relationship because they talk about interpersonal relationships, how we um, incidentally wrap ourselves up in other people's stuff. <laughs> and so the part around for me is the brain part is getting myself to notice my responses, my reactions are actually me being involved in their stuff and also trying to please, it's really interesting because there's a part of me that goes, well, you know, isn't that going to make me feel insensitive and that I don't care? And and But there's actually part of my life that I'm already doing that. So it's just, yeah, really interesting book.
0: I haven't got to the end of it yet. So but the book, of- Shane, um, recommended that a while ago. It's on my list to read. He did yeah. say something here.
1: Yes, yeah. a very good
0: read and helped me immensely. Yeah, it's um, it it's about
2: it's not about so much that you get your power back or anything. It's noticing that you're the problem.
1: <laughs> yeah, like <That's>, yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. So yeah, it'll be um, it'll be also one that I'll you know look at and just highlight pieces in. So I've I've really enjoyed that. So the mm-hmm. the courage to be disliked when you think about that because you know, we, we had something happen at the book launch. And so there was that this moment of, oh my God, you know, I'm going to be talking about something. What are they going to think about me? La, 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 la. And this courage to be disliked is just to have the courage to not even let yourself go there. But we're humans and we have emotions. And so it takes, you know, a good deal of practice. And also, um, what's he call it? He calls it not it's like not getting involved your my task is not to be involved in your
1: tasks mm, yeah which seems insensitive Oh, no, but this makes sense this is interesting I'm just going to give everybody a an example of this because this happened to me today so in my house here we were putting up when we say I say we I bought some shelves to put up in Eloise's room and Joel's job is to put up the shelf because <laughs> I don't know how to do that. And so he was having a lot of frustration because the shelf wasn't the screws that came with the shelf weren't working. So he had to improvise and it's taken him two days to do a job that should take an hour maximum, you know, and he's getting very frustrated. And when Joel gets frustrated, I take it personally. Like I'm like, oh, and I, I'm like, oh God, hope he doesn't. Is he, is he annoyed at me because the shelf that I bought is shit and, and I sort of try to comfort him with words and he's still annoyed and I'm like, fuck, this is so uncomfortable. So this is the perfect example of him doing his task and me doing mine. I can't get involved in his emotion. And I was actually saying that to myself in the shower today when he was had a bit of a moment and I felt not offended but like involved in his emotion. And I had to remind myself, Prue, that's not my emotion. He can feel annoyed and frustrated at the shelf. it has got actually nothing to do with me. It's not about me, but I was making it about me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, that's sort of like an example how I would Absolutely. put it in my life. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, then there's
2: the other part of taking that responsibility for yourself and not feeling guilty that you don't care because it's not that mm-hmm. you don't care. No. It's yeah. making a conscious choice. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting, especially, yeah. when, I guess, if you're doing that and then people around you aren't. But the whole point of the book is, like, it's where we waste so mm. much energy, you know.
1: Oh, Yeah, we do because in that example I could have taken on that emotion and made it about me and then me being frustrated with him and trying to, like, sort sort his emotions out where it's not my job to sort his emotions out. Yeah. He can do that himself. And me just be like, okay, I can just neutralize this, which I did. Yeah. And just let him be. And I'm and then I just got on with things. Otherwise I would have spent so much time in that energy of like wasting my precious time today. Yeah. And so
2: this this has been the parts where it alerts you to your own people pleasing. Hmm. On an even a minute level, it's just really interesting. So that's the part that I'm talking about with your brain, you know, yeah. and it's like, okay, so you, like when he's talking, you're assimilating and then the guy comes in with the, you know, the he comes back frustrated and cranky and whatever. And then, you know, the philosopher just keeps holding this space, you know, so yeah. he doesn't, he doesn't even raise his voice. He talks about, you know, raising voices and authority, and yeah, it's really, really interesting book. So this is about this is for me. That's what I'm reading it for. Uh, conversations about compassion on compassion. I'm only a little way into this, but this is a very beautiful book. Um, again, it's it relates to a lot of how I think as an alternative therapist and. Um, resonating with how compassion is um it's uh let me think we talk about lots of self-help stuff but compassion is the root of all kind of change so I'm only early days with this and then I got a true story which I've been reading for about a year nearly nearly getting there. The girl in the green dress because I'm a I'm a true story person. Yeah if I'm gonna watch a movie I like I like to like I want it, I want it to feel good. This is definitely not a feel-good book because the trauma that um, Jenny Hayes goes through from a, a baby being in the womb, being sexually assaulted, and then sexually assaulted her whole life, and nobody knowing anything—it's just absolutely horrendous. Um, but she developed her. Like, what fascinates me about this is how her mind. Saved her, so she's living in her body, and how her mind developed three thousand personalities, different fragments, and it's not multi-personal, um, like the normal thing. It's a forget what it's called. I have to look it up, but really intriguing. And this she got after many, many multiple personality disorder, also known as disas dis disassociated identity disorder, so DID, and this. Came about because eventually she got a psychologist, psychiatrist, not would have been psychiatrist yeah. that took her seriously, like had so many wrong diagnoses and people not believing her. And then over the time, this gentleman, they worked together for many, many years, and he developed the modality through the support of her and gaining trust in those different levels of her personality. There was just multiple, imagine it's like a multi-storey building and so there would be different sets of personality that would come in and look after her in certain circumstances. And then when things got so bad, they would actually, that personality would be put to rest in a nice way, like in a cupboard closet thing, and another one would volunteer to come through. It's just an incredible story. It's an Australian lady. And eventually, eventually, she, her father got caught. But yeah, mm. I'm not. I've not finished yet. Incredible, like incredible story around why the hell is that woman still here? And I know why. It's because of this book and what's come out of it. Because people like her have been mis- misdiagnosed for a long time, and they just give them drugs and. She's even got a PhD in psychology herself.
1: She's incredible. I've seen her a few times. I saw her on 60 Minutes, I think, and then I heard her on a podcast with Mia Friedman on No Filter, and I also heard her somewhere else, and I was intrigued. And so I've just been on my Amazon account, and I've bought the Kindle version of her book because I, I remember you saying that you were reading that, and I'm thinking to myself, I want to read that. Yeah. I'm going to read it. That'll be my next book. I'll waiting yeah. for Donnelly to finish it, so I get it.
0: <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't, still I don't, <laughs> I don't allocate much time
2: for reading because I do a lot of listening. But yeah, it's been just, it's a, it's a beautiful story, a shit story, it's an incredible story, but it's also for me as a practitioner, it has also given me a lot of information around how I deal with you know people in my clinic and. Yeah, it's just inspiring. It just inspires me how the how the body, you know, it's. I talk about the the vigilance and the survival mechanism of a human body, mm. and how we've got to give grace to all those things that, you know, all those disorders that develop, because the ultimate sacrifice the body does is look after you. That's it's going to do that at all costs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is incredible, and you know. It's like it's like Tanya reading the zombie apocalypse books. It's yeah, a story of like yeah the connection and the building resilience and the you know figuring it out how to get through real tough times. Similar thing. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Mm. Yeah, I'm probably um, a podcast lady, book lady, listening because that's mm. where I squeeze whatever time I can in for that.
1: Yeah, mm. yeah, I know. Overall, like looking at it, if I was to track and one day I'm going to might do that in in the new year track how many reading hours I do a week and how many listening hours and to see because I'm pretty sure yeah reading and listening would be pretty equal but I don't listen to books as much I listen to podcasts more I like quick snippets of information Mm -hmm. books I tend to get disinterested in when I'm listening to them um except Matthew McConaughey Green Lights, I've listened to that one a couple of times and I recommend that one, not just for he's an amazing storyteller like and it, you know, if you know Matthew McConaughey, he's got that great Southern accent, which is pretty easily listening to, but he just changed for me listening to that book, I'm like he just changed it. he actually ruined listening to uh, listening to audiobooks for me because he was so great at reading his story. That everybody else just seemed shit after that. <laughs> I'm like, come on, people, you got to get your act together. You can read better than this. <laughs> Listen to Matthew, take note, do yeah. it that way. Because he was like, it was like he was acting in a movie, I suppose, but about the book. Definitely. Um, awesome yeah. Book. yeah. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to do that next year. I'm going to put that on my list of things that I'd, I would like to track because I'm curious to know. What that looks like in my world, but yeah, I love reading. I love reading the written word, love it, whether it's on my Kindle or a hard book cover book, so yeah, in between nice. So hmm. what podcasts are you listening to?
0: Do you listen to on a regular basis, I guess, because I mean,
1: yeah,
2: um, I do I listen to um I've just written it down here. Soul Business Success, which is mm-hmm. by Kelly Viking in the UK. Yeah, so I'll read all these during
0: the week too,
2: okay. guys. So thank you. Um, and I'm just thinking. Well, I listened to More Life, Less Drama by Prue Salisage. Yeah. <laughs> awesome love it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I like it. It's the 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 length of the episodes isn't too long and the way that she delivers a message is pretty amazing. So I really like that. Um and look and this is not a podcast but I'm going to call it a podcast because I've followed Tim Wilde um, Mondays and Fridays. Mm-hmm. So all of this is it supports my energetic consciousness. So I really like that stuff. I follow Marina Beach in the UK. She's another leader in her field of the Akashic Records. Um, yeah. If anybody wants to know about her, she does a reading on a Sunday night and she does a meditation um, into the Akashic Records on a Tuesday. Okay. Um, so, yeah, really great stuff. Looking to hopefully be maybe one of those people in Australia. Finding Australian people seems to be a little bit more difficult mm. or whether. Whether the consciousness because of the ley lines and stuff, you know, the, those European countries have got, I don't know, it's just my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah, the ones I don't miss out on are generally we can do hard things with Glennon Doyle, Abby Wombok, and Amanda. That's, yeah, I generally don't miss that one. Like I might not listen to it weekly, but I generally always listen to most episodes. I went through a period where I didn't, but I'm sort of back into it. Mind you, the last one I got disinterested in and stopped listening to halfway through, so it would be interesting to see if I pick it up again. Um, I always listen to John Acuff's All It Takes Is A Goal. He's nice and quick and short. I really like him, and like I said, I love his humour the way he talks and throws in a few one-liners and stuff Um, and no filter with Mia Friedman pretty much guarantee i would listen to every single one of hers that come out as well Um, and then there's other ones like more businessy ones like John Acuff could be classified as like a business one but other ones for me is Jenna Kutcha Kutcha her name is the gold digger podcast I've started really getting into her podcast as well as Amy Porterfield's online marketing made easy and yeah I'm in one of Amy's courses at the moment so I've yeah been like committed to listening to her she gives some great information if you're building a business and an online business her tips are great like free tips are fantastic um, and then there's this other one called the, the Cabral Concept. And it's just a new one that I've been listening to a lot to the last few months. And he does a podcast episode every day for 20 minutes and it's all health. Like he's a health practitioner and he has a he's he's a US guy and he just talks really deep into health remedies and that type of stuff. He doesn't give advice, he just this is what he sees, you know, in his practice. And it's just interesting. So if you're, you know, curious about something, you know, thyroid or, you know, lymphatic stuff or I've got headaches where I've got, you know, any sort of thing that you've got going on with your health, he literally talks about it somewhere in his podcast. And it's just helpful just to getting a, another point of view. Um, and then the last one that I occasionally tap into, it's a podcast called A Little Bit Culty, which they talk about all the different cults out there and it is hosted by a woman that was in a cult that got out and yeah it's sort of it's it is even though it's sort of like a dark topic as she makes it quite light and it's her her, her and her partner do it together I, I think they met in the cult and they both got out so yeah interesting because it's very yeah. alarming <laughs> how easily people can be persuaded into Colts, and i think it's good educational information that a lot of people need to listen to <laughs> yeah
2: and that could and it could relate to you know scams and online absolutely money stuff yeah. that goes on because there's more and more of that happening with the ai and
1: they know how to yeah you know, read your stuff and make it sound like it's them manipulate you yeah so yeah so that's that's cool um but, yeah, like always lots of random ones. I did do a big clean out of my podcast, uh, Apple Podcasts recently because I'm like I don't want to listen to that, I don't want to listen to that, I don't want to listen to that and just like cleaned it all out. And so I'm starting a little bit fresh. But, yeah, just stick with the basics and, yeah, it's it's nice just hearing the same people. And I'm in another couple of coaching containers as well. And so they all have, they all have private podcasts, which – is all part of their program, and I always, always listen to those replays, similar to my Be Unshakable, where you can listen to the episode afterwards. It's what they do as well, and I always listen, and I always get value out of listening to other people be coached on a similar topic to what I've got going on. It's amazing how much benefit you can get out of that. So, yeah, that's I spend a lot of my time in, in there as well. Yeah, that's me. What
0: about you, Tanya? My um, my go-to is also We Can Do Hard Things, mm-hmm. um, Mel Robbins' podcast. Yeah. And Life Uncut is brilliant also. Is that um, part
1: of the Mamma Mia as well? No. No, okay. So it's Life Uncut with Brit and Laura. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, that's part of the Mamma Mia podcast though.
0: So. Oh, yeah. it is. Okay, yeah, Life Uncut. Um, yeah, that's that's brilliant. I love it. And they do three different um, three different shows a week. So they because they're on a radio show as well. So they have one podcast is snippets of their radio show with Mitch Jury. Another one is um, questions, and and uh, generally one is an interview with someone as well. And mm-hmm. there is nowhere these ladies do not go. They they're just so open with their own lives, with everything. It's it's explicit. It's it's funny. It's really, really real and raw. And yeah, I love
1: it. Yeah, happens it is my favorite. Yeah, okay. It's funny. It's funny. I must go back and listen because and I've listened to a couple of them, but I haven't been able to get into it. it it's interesting what different things pull people in for yeah. podcasts. And yeah. I have to say. <laughs> and this is very funny since we're in a conversational type of podcast right now, like this is what we're creating, I prefer a podcast with structure it's, and something that's more sh- like a shorter, like a, a, a focused interview or, you know, some learning or something. I, that's They're the ones that I listen to a lot. And that's why I think the Glennon Doyle podcast just lost me a little bit in the last episode. It was just too much of what's going on for them, which is bizarre because I, I like that, but I don't want to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't describe it'd it. It would be, be interesting to hear what
2: our audience thinks, yeah. Yeah, yeah, around whether this is their cup of tea or what they oh, get yes. from, yeah. from us.
1: Paula, like she says, yeah, Jay Shetty. Yeah, he's also got a great voice. Um, no, Marie polio she... yeah, Marie's really good too. I do like her. She wrote the book, um, Everything is Figureoutable, and I think it's a great book. It's a really easy read and just, again, sort of pushing you into responsibility that, hey, just because you don't know how to do something doesn't mean you're never going to know not how to do it, you know. Um, and David Goggins, we've, we've had this conversation, Paula and I, about David Goggins. I just can't listen. I've I've got him on my podcast feed at the moment, and every time every time it starts, you know, sometimes it just goes to the next one, and it's him. I can I can literally not stand it. I'm like, nah, delete. I've got to get him off my podcast. Never heard him. <laughs> I'm like, I can't I can't listen to him. <laughs> um, so yeah, we disagree on that one, but I can understand the why people like him. I can, but it's just not my my style. Not my style at all. Mm. Paula has said she just finished Arnold's
0: new book, which was amazing, and I loved his docu series. That me was too. Me spectacular. Too. um So yeah, I'm sure the book would be just as good.
1: Yeah, I did like his docu series as well. And we were actually talking. Paula and I were talking about this. Hope you don't mind me sharing, Paula. But we were talking about well, Paula brought it up about how she loved how it was like the chapters of Arnold's life, like. How did, what does he call it? Uh, it's not chapter. Maybe it is. It's like chapter one, chapter two, chapter three. Yeah. And so, yeah, she was talking, well, we were talking together on Saturday about how oh, she's actually really thinking about what does she want to achieve in this next chapter, like, of her life. And I was like, yeah, it's actually a good way to think about it because we do change over time. Like, you know, Arnold started out as nothing, went from the bodybuilding and sort of business and then into the politics, Act into the- acting and then into politics. Yeah. So, uh, like, completely different things. Makes me feel not so bad mm-hmm. doing all these different things. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Kath <laughs> yeah. said she's reading tracks about an Aussie woman who took off with camels to find herself. I mm-hmm. mean. Um, Interesting. Um,
1: Kath also listening to Diary of a CEO. Okay. Yeah, I've heard of that one. I haven't haven't read it though. Yeah. Oh, okay. Podcast. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, keep it coming. Like keep this chat coming. And we, I, I started putting one in, but I didn't put the rest yeah. in. Might <laughs> we, I think we'll just go in there each, each of us, and put our recommendations into that chat so people can see it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that will be helpful because we're just about out of time. Mm. Yeah. And I just want I just want to say this. I was thinking about this before when we were talking about reading and we're we're analysing things and we're talking about what we like, what we don't like. It took me back to my year eleven and twelve when I was in high school and I not I wasn't failing English but pretty much I would say a D is like not succeeding in English and I was it used to stress me the hell out because they would give you a book and they'd go read this and then compare and contrast you know these characters in the book and for me to actually have to do that I just, obviously I couldn't because I was just not getting how to do that um, and I was just thinking before when I was describing what I liked in a book, it's like okay, I can't connect anything to a book if it hasn't doesn't get me in the feelings of it because I'm such a kinesthetic person. So reading a book that a does not interest me at all and B that I do not connect to, I just it's like a blank blankness. nothing sinks in for me. And although now that I'm older I can see that, it is a skill that you can learn, which I have learnt. And so I'm like, okay, if I could go back and tell my year 12 self, it's going to be okay, Prue, you. you know. You, you'll you read what you like to read and you'll analyse what you want to analyse, but, you know, you just got to get through this <laughs> these two years writing these stupid essays on books that you don't like. But, um, yeah, so anyway, anybody out there that might, might resonate with right now and, yeah, just know that everybody's got different learning styles and you can always learn something new. Yeah, and what if our education system
2: could actually think that way? Yeah. Like it would make a lot of kids' journey at school a little bit more navigatable. Mm, Absolutely. It's all about academia. Yeah. 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 Anyway, that's what I wanted to share. We're going to do a reading. I've got some cards. Great. Yep. All right. Ask a question and that's what you're going to get is an answer. Plain and simple. (laughs) I like it. Yeah. Oh, there it is. The situation will improve. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. It's just simplicity, people.
1: Yeah. We've had that before. That's come up before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it's the light out of the water. Yeah. Yeah, the picture. Yeah.
2: Reminds me. Yeah. The situation will improve it's you're only getting one card
1: because they're saying be just be yeah beautiful well you heard it it just be yeah keep it keep it simple (laughs) and yeah so as a reminder go in add all your stuff into the chat and everybody that's listening yeah keep keep it coming if you want to put some recommendations in there have a create a list in there that'd be fun to See, because yeah, always, always looking for inspiration for books to read, podcasts to listen to, audiobooks, always. Yeah, absolutely. It saves going to search for them. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So good There's a lot out there. Yeah, there sure is. Yeah. Mm. Okay, that's it. Good night, everyone. Hi. Good night. <laughs> Thank you so much for being part of this Soul Sister Conversation. It would mean the world to us if you like and share this podcast with your own Soul Sisters. Follow the show so you don't miss an episode. And if you are so inspired, leave a review. All suggestions and questions are welcome and you can drop them in the Facebook group. Thank you, beautiful souls.